Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. So how do you handle fear when it comes to call? Because I don't know about you, but I find fear really tends to sort of shut me down. I notice that when I'm afraid of something or I'm pushing myself and it's it's a really big challenge, it's, it's scary for me, I start to spiral into self-doubt and worry. And is it going to be good enough? I find it really hard to be creative, to be innovative to even enjoy the process. And that's honestly what it's all about. But being trapped in fear can just stop you cold. Well, Jacqueline Wells spent a lifetime living with fears that limited her thinking and created behaviors that ended in self-sabotage and bad choices. Sound familiar? Sure does to me. She recognized just how damaging this was, not just for her life, but for kids too, because our kids model what we do. And Jacqueline was strong enough to find a way out that completely transformed her life. Jacqueline became an author and a transformational guide and advisor. She shares her experiences to enable leaders to take greater ownership and authority of their chosen roles. Jacqueline's written three books, When the Crow Sings, which is a novel, The Fearless Factor, and The Fearless Factor at Work, definitely worth reading, highly recommend it. She also created two online self-development programs called Transformational Strategies for Success and Break Through the Noise. It's no wonder I was so happy to get Jacqueline on the show today. Jacqueline, welcome. Well, it's nice to be here. Thank you very much, Elaine. Well, obviously, this is something we all have in common because fear is, to me, it's like the starting point. It's, It's a reminder from the divine, okay, time for a growth spurt, time to get things rolling again. And I didn't always have that attitude. I didn't always have that perspective. What got you so passionate about helping people handle their fear? Well, probably most importantly, as I lived a great deal of my own life in fear, and it started at a very early age, growing up in a family where dysfunction was with a capital D. And we had violence, we had emotional abuse, we had sexual abuse, we had a whole nine yards in there. And uh, I didn't feel terribly good as a person because of that. And that led to a lot of of my own dysfunctional behaviors, uh, drugs and alcohol, unwanted children, divorces, you name it. There was a whole gamut of things. And fear was the driver behind all of it. The fear of not being good enough the fear of being worthy, the fear of not deserving, the fear of, of other people's opinions and, and expectations, uh, you name it, it was, it was all there. And as I evolved into my own journey of trying to figure out who I was, not just, you know, the stories of whatever, I had to understand how this fear had played such an important part in my evolution, and all of the ways in which I had basically self-sabotaged. 
And uh, that was quite a process uh, of its own, trying to come to terms with that. So it became a fascinating subject to me because in examining myself, I had to learn a great deal about how I was showing up in the world and what really mattered to me. And out of this, of course, became in due course after many many years and a few decades uh, of trying to figure things out, it became the work that has been now and is my calling. It is exactly why I was put on earth. You know, we look back over experiences and we go, okay, so why were you given all this hard stuff to deal with? Well, the answer was very clear. I was given it so I could teach it. Mm. And um, my clients learn from everything I teach, everything I write about is because I've been there and done that. I know what this stuff looks and feels and smells like. And it is a complete denial of self. Because frankly, fear is one very simple thing. It's your imagination on steroids. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. And it's so interesting because there's all these outside things that impact us, right? Yeah. And we tend to look out and then we feel the fear inside. And yet the fear is actually inside the whole time. And we're projecting it out into our surroundings, into our circumstances, into our experiences. And yes. then we wonder why more fear shows up. Yeah. Well, here's the, the fundamentals on fear that I know for, for, for fact at this point. It's the stories we tell ourselves. There's nothing more complicated than that. It's what is the narrative that you are driving in your life? that is fear-driven. And I talk about why fear matters to your success. And you pointed out very early in this conversation when you said it's that driver. It's yes. that place of when it shows up, you know that there's action needs to be taken that is contrary to how you feel. And that is the challenge for yeah. most people because you have a choice there. You can either see it as an opportunity or you can see it as a barricade. And if you enter it with it being a barricade, which many of us do, and I certainly did for a long time, you're missing the opportunities. The opportunity to say, I don't like that story. That story doesn't work for me. That story was created by someone else because of their expectations or their opinions. And that became my story. My father told me for years I'd never amount to much. Well, guess what? I went about the, the task of proving that that was correct. I didn't amount to much until I finally wised up. Um, but yeah. you know, I like to say my famous story is standing in front of a room full of FBI agents talking about the fearless factor. Who am I to talk to these people about fear? <laughs> and then at, at which point I look up at the ceiling and I go, so, you know, after telling the story, I wouldn't amount to much. What do you think now, Dad? You know, mm -hmm. well, and, obviously, we're, we're talking here about the abundance journey and yes. you're talking about fear and dealing with fear. Help us bridge the gap. Help us understand what does abundance look like in your world, given the kind of work that you do with your clients? What can abundance be for people? Abundance is complete ownership of who you are. Very simple. Do you understand the narrative of your life. It's why I created transformational strategies for success, because I wanted people to understand that there was a different narrative of who they are. If we take away all the labels, we take away all these, these things that we call ourselves, and we look at the fundamental question of who are you? Most people have a very hard time answering that one. 
But when your life becomes abundant with the fact that you do know who you are, you know what matters to you, and you know where you stand in your own way, and what it is that you want out of life, there it is. That's the abundance that we're talking about. And it's not an easy journey, to be honest with you. And I say this to all my clients who come on board. Don't expect it to be a cakewalk, because it's not. No, the best things in life are not. And and the thing that I also want to point out, because I think you, you mentioned it beautifully, you are the abundance you're looking for. Until you feel that abundance inside, you're never going to experience it outside. Yeah. It will never be enough. It will never be right. It will never be. There are so many people who are wealthy beyond belief and miserable. They commit suicide because they're so unhappy. They haven't found the abundance within. Well, Jacqueline, given that many of us, all of us are dealing with fear in some form or another, and some of it is really heavy duty and some of it's more peripheral, shall we say, but you're working with people like the FBI and all kinds of really amazing groups of people. What maybe is a symptom that you, your clients would go, wow, yes, this is what I'm dealing with right now. And that's the like trigger that says, Hey, I need to give Jacqueline a call. I need to get in touch with her because this is a fear-based response and I need to learn how to cope with this. Yeah. There's a variety of, of, of reasons behind this. Fundamentally, fear is the feeling of I'm not good enough. And so you go through your life either being a perfectionist or someone who's driven by approval or someone who is uh, oppositional, who turns things aside before, you know, you've said no before you say yes, um, who's highly competitive and is constantly comparing yourself to other people, who always wants to be top dog in the room. We can look at all of these elements, these behavioral traits, and we can say, what's the thinking behind that? And I guarantee you, I've done a lot of behavioral assessments in my career, and we analyze very strategically what is going on with these specific types of behaviors. And I guarantee you, at root, it's fear. And it's the fear of being judged. It's the fear of being criticized. It's the fear of not being good enough. Perfectionism is simply that. I had a conversation just today with a client who said that she was all about perfectionism. And I saw that. I knew that from her behavior. But uh, she worries too much about the, the results she's giving her clients. So I said to her, how about if you went for good enough and you gave them 90% of what you consider to be your 150% and you saved that other 10% for you, what would that look like? That 10% that you give back to yourself in self-love, in self-compassion. Do you think that you would feel better as a result of that? Oh, yes, absolutely. No question. So, again, when we look at these different types of behaviors, we can find that there's you know fear operating there, but it's always down to do I deserve it? Am I worthy? Am I good enough? Am I lovable? There's another one that mm-hmm. is based Can I you, be that is so important because until you give it to yourself you're not showing others that you're worthy of it that they have to give it to you too yeah. you have to give yourself what you need and that models it so that others can give it to you also that's well, that, really key and this is a piece about when you learn how to love yourself 
others will love you more. And I discovered that in my life too, because here's the other thing. When you are unsure of yourself in relationships, intimacy suffers. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be intimate with someone when you don't trust. You don't trust yourself. And that's another aspect of fear. I don't trust myself, so therefore I don't trust other people. And if there's no trust involved, how can you maintain or create an abundant sense of self and an abundant life? And again, I know this one because I played it for years. (laughs) It's an old tune and not your favorite one, is it? It is not my favorite (laughs) tune. And I'm a professionally trained singer. So, you know, it's like we've got to be able to sing the right tune. Well, Jacqueline, one of the things that I've noticed, and we've talked a lot about how this is actually all internal, but every time we want something outside in our lives to change, it always requires an internal shift. Mm-hmm. What has to shift for your clients to get through that rough patch and onto the other side and have that transformation? What it's has ver- to change? It's the very same thing that I had to change in my life. I had to be willing to receive This is huge. Mm -hmm. Many of us who are wounded people are very generous. We give a lot. And we give a lot simply because we want to make sure that people know we're valued, that we we have some, some validity for our existence. But the truth of the matter is that you can be generous to a fault with the giving, but if you're not open to receiving then you're blocking the abundance from entering. And this I I know firsthand. And I will share with you that even just recently, I had to go do some work on my own, a receiving part. Because whilst I've been doing this work for years, I like to say, you know, the change process is never finished until you're in that box going out the door. You know, then it's then you're done. But right up until that point, there's always something that needs to be moved because we all have these internal barriers. And most of the time, we're not conscious of them because, as you well know, the conscious mind is just simply it's a small part of, of our entire being. So if we think about what's happening on a cellular level, if your cellular level is, is full of roadblocks, then the abundance isn't going to show up. And you wonder why you're not getting enough clients or you wonder why you can't find the right relationship or you wonder why, you know, life seems to be working against you. Well, you've got to really take a hard look at what that might be and get the help that you need. Because frankly, none of this is possible on your own. You can do so much of it on your own. But the truth of the matter is none of us get to be a success without the help of other people. That is so true. You're just too close to yourself and you're so caught in your patterns. It's what you always do when you're in this situation. And so it's very difficult to break out without a helping hand and somebody who can give you that bigger perspective so that you see from a different vantage point what's happening and what your true choices are. Because when we're locked in that habit, it's really hard to realize, wait a minute, I could approach this totally differently. I have more resources available to me than I thought I had and yeah, I can get through this. So thank you. That's that's really yeah. Powerful. And you need the, you need a different framework. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I work with my clients so intensely um, is that you know we we can talk about what's really going on, and how do you define that differently? How do you reframe it 
And you can't do that. And even with my, my program, Transformational Strategies and Break Through the Noise, a lot of it is online. It's self-development, but it's deeply immersive, deeply self-reflective. But they also need me to help guide them through the, the, the briar patch, if you like, because sometimes the work in there is very hard and, and you know they have to face the demons in order to find the right answers. I'm very heavily question-oriented. That's, that's mm-hmm. my, my thing. So what I say is people are looking for the answers. No, you're not. You're looking for the great questions that will unlock the answers and that's that's what i do but just that reframing piece you know someone today was talking about life has been very rule-based but they were rules set down by someone else not by this individual and i said well what does it look like when you break the rules and she said oh uh you know that's a hard one Uh, but i'm starting to recognize it now by doing this program and I said, well, that's terrific. So here's, here's an exercise you can do for yourself. Every time you recognize a, a rule and you're ready to break that rule, do you have a bunch of plates in your garage that you don't use anymore? She said, yeah. I said, okay, so every time you break a rule, go out and break a plate. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you might as well throw some fun into it. You know, I'm going to break a rule, so I'm going to do something I don't normally do. Go out and break a plate. I okay. love that. And you know what? You bring up a really important point, also, Jacqueline. And 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 it's not overt, so I want to just bring it to light here because. So often, I think people sign up for a program, they start working with a mentor, and they think, well, I'm going to do this because that person has all the answers for me. And no, that person has a vision for you, and that person has a process. You have the answers. You actually have the answers inside you, and you're just looking at it so closely, you can't see the answers. And so having somebody help you get a different perspective on things allows you to uncover your own answers and discover your own power. You are powerful beyond imagining. And you're the one keeping yourself playing small. Yeah. Yeah. And I played small for years. People would say to me, you have such a big personality. And I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you play so small? But a couple of people, even you know, has said that to me. And uh, I said, you know, well, you know, finally, when you do wake up, you're going like, hell yeah. I mean, I have to tell you, the pandemic was a great boost for me because my business basically went away. I was working with a company who said, oh, no, we're closing the doors now to all the consultants. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So then I had to go and redefine once more what it is I was doing. And then actually it did me a favor, you know, because it allowed me to become deeply introspective again and really allow for what changes do need to be made here and play a bigger game. And I I swung for the fences during the, the, the COVID years. I was like, okay, I'm just going to put everything out there and we're going to see what happens and that's how transformational strategies and break through the noise came out because i didn't i had the materials but i hadn't actually put it together this way previously uh so that was a boost right there there's abundance right there you know jacqueline i also hear you saying that fear is an opportunity for you to recommit to what really matters to you and who you choose to be in the world yeah. It's an opportunity for you to step into who you truly are again and then again. And then you're given another opportunity again. And you change who you are. Like you mm-hmm. said, you've written books. 
And that you were then author. And then later you created an online training program and you were a trainer. You are all of those things simultaneously and also sequentially. And so in the moment you get to commit to here's who I am today and here's what I'm working on today. And here's the transformation that I'm creating for my clients today. Absolutely. I mean, it is, it's a daily thing. There's no question about it. How do you want to show up today? What do you want to invite in today? How much more can you be today? And if you're willing to answer those questions for yourself and know that you are taking risks, and here's my acronym for risk, respect your intention and show courage. Because the truth of the matter is fear is all about courage. It's the courage to take the next step and then keep taking that next step until you get closer to what you think you want. And by the way, frequently when you get close to what you think you want, it's going to change. Yeah, always, always. It's just to get you in action. That's really the intention is to get you going. And then you get guided to different things as you go. Well, Jacqueline, obviously it would be so nice if we had a magic wand and whatever we fear, feel fear, we just poof, make it go away in a heartbeat. Sadly, that's not usually how things happen. There's a process that we go through. And so often I see people giving up when they haven't gone all the way through the process to get the result. And so what would be one or two baby steps that we could pay attention to that would show us we are making progress. We are on the right track. So when we think about our fears, number one is, do you have empirical evidence for it? Is it concrete? You know, are you going to lose your house tomorrow? Probably not. Are you going to be a bag lady? That's a big one for women. You're going to be a bag lady. You have any proof on that? No, you don't. So start by examining that piece right there. Then beyond that, that particular piece is what incremental step can I take today? I'm feeling the fear. You know, Susan Jeffers said it years ago, feel the fear and do it anyway. And the point being is that the uncertainty is the only thing that we can guarantee in life. It is. I mean, most people want to live their life in a safe, secure space. Everything's, you know, on on track. We know where things are at. Well, do something that makes you uncomfortable. Just today, do something, you know, that just pushes that envelope a little bit more for you. So these are the two things. Empirical evidence, don't have it. Okay, so you're feeling the discomfort. Your stomach is kind of growling at you. Your head's going with alarm bells. La, 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 la. Okay, do something that is uncomfortable, but you're going to do it anyway. And just see how it feels afterwards. Because I guarantee you, it's nowhere near as bad as you think it is. No, it's not. And one of the things I always ask my clients to do is take a timer and set the timer for two minutes. And then brainstorm a list of things you could do that take under an hour that would move you a little bit closer to your goal and just brainstorm as fast as you can in two minutes, write them all down. And when the timer goes, stop, set it again for one minute and then prioritize those different one hour tasks. So you have at least one that you can get started on and then get started on it. And you will start to feel momentum build just because you're making progress on your tasks. You have more resources available to you then you realize, and until you shift your attention and start brainstorming, who could I call? What could I look up? What books are available? What courses are available? What mentors are available? 
it, all of a sudden, there's so many different resources that you can harness. Yes, exactly. So, you know, I think one has to, to really, again, be gentle with oneself. And if you think your goal is too big for you, break it down. Yeah. What are the increments that can lead you forward to where it is you think you want to go? And you start talking about it, because here's the other side of this. And it's not just up here. Start telling people, this is what I want to do. Now, if you need it, go get an accountability partner. Get someone who says to you, yeah, you said you wanted to do this. How are you doing with that? You want to make excuses for not doing what you say you want to do? You're going to back off of it because to your point, you're just this close to achieving what you want to achieve. And because you didn't get the results in three months, because your abundance teacher told you that, you know, you got to do this aphorism and this, this thing every day. And, you know, three months, you'll have it set. Well, I've done that. And frankly, I've also found that it wasn't quite the three months because my time and the universe's time are two different things. <laughs> it's not in your time, time log many times. But then again, it can be. But it depends on how intentional you are in the energy that you're putting out there to make it happen. That is what I have discovered. Yeah, I think I'd like that to happen. That's not enough. No. To be 100% in the game with it. Because if you're not, then, yeah, it might take you a year instead of three months. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, you know, it's about that focus and the intention of what it is you wish to create. And then step into the fear and discomfort that is caused by change, because mm -hmm. we all have to face that. I have no guarantees. I don't know if what I'm going to do is going to work out the way that I want it to work out, but I sure as hell I'm going to do all the work that's necessary to make it happen. Yeah. And, you know, and have some good guides and advisors along the way to help me do that. Because as I said, none of us gets where we want to go alone. The thing that I love about what you said, sorry to interrupt you there, but Jacqueline, what I also heard you say is your intention is very clear for you in how you're supporting your clients. Mm -hmm. And I find that fear is always about me. And when I can get out of my own way and I can focus instead on how am I serving my clients? What is their transformation? What are they afraid of? What do they need to accomplish? How can I support them? All of a sudden the floodgates open and I can be present and excited and happy when it's not all about me, it's actually about we. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. we part is very, very important. Again, it speaks to the idea that none of us came into the world alone. None of us can survive alone. We are all in relationship to someone or something throughout our entire life. And so that we conversation is, is absolutely right on. I mean, I remember a CEO conversation I had where he was all about me and what I was doing, not doing, blah, blah, blah. And then I stopped him at one point and I said, we're in a we conversation here. There are nine executives sitting around this table. And I think that, that we need to change the, the focus a little bit. Well, he left the meeting two hours later and he was still in the me conversation. I took him aside and I said, you know what? You really need to work on your we. <laughs> mm -hmm. It makes a big difference. And mm -hmm. it certainly makes a big difference in terms of how you show up. Well, Jacqueline, you very generously have offered a lovely free gift to everyone. Could you tell us a little bit about it? 
Um, there is a, a PDF on my website called Three Ways to Transform Your Fear. And it's about four or five pages long. And it's a process that I use with my clients that allows them to identify what fears are getting in your way and then start asking the questions that will take you into another realm where you can really start to hold those fears up to the light of day and find out that most of them are just the stories that you tell yourself. And then you make a decision about what you want to do next with it. So that's on my website. And I, I say, go download it and get started on it. If you're struggling with fear, and or even if you're not struggling with it, but it's certainly a big piece of, of your life, then go check it out. It's free and it's yours for the asking. Well, the ironic thing is fear is a sign that you're ready to grow. Yes. That's what it is. It's a sign that you're ready to grow, but you have that choice. It's a choice point. You can spiral yourself into knots and go nowhere for a long time, yeah. or you can launch yourself into the new, the unknown with excitement, joy, delight, wonder, and, and have all kinds of beautiful things happen for you. So I love this three ways to transform your fear. I'll make sure that the URL is in the show notes. Um, it's the number three ways to transformyourfear.com. Definitely pick that up. Now, Jacqueline, we love to turn the tables on our guests here at The Abundance Journey. What can we do to support you? Well, I'm always, you know, the energy is there and you are definitely putting it out. And for me, I'm growing my business this year and I'm planning on, on taking it way out there. And so, you know, the abundance that I'm waiting for at this point and it's starting to materialize uh, is that I want more great clients to work with. That's truly for me sets me up for for great joy because there's one thing I am truly devoted to is helping people change. I, I said a long time ago, my mission in life is to change the world one person at a time. So having the opportunity to help people do that, that's the greatest gift I could possibly ask for. That is wonderful. We'll see what we can do to help you. You've yeah. left me with quite a dilemma. I was trying to be surreptitious about it, but I took a whole page of notes on <laughs> stuff that you said because there was so much good stuff here. And now I have to pick just one to do the Activate Abundance process with. So yeah, thanks for making my life difficult. But thanks for an incredible conversation too because this has really been amazing. Is there anything that you want to leave us with as a final thought? Um, just don't believe everything you think. <laughs> I love that. Don't believe everything you think. It's not about what you hear. It's about what you think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for that. I so appreciate you. You're Everybody welcome. stick around because we're going to activate abundance in just a minute. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Wow. I just had my mind blown. Jacqueline really gets it. She understands how people are struggling with fear. And 
what they need to break through that fear and move into this next phase of growth. Because fear is truly a sign. It's like the starting gun. It's the beginning of the race. It's the trigger that lets you know it's time to start moving and grooving. And so often we just tie ourselves in knots instead. So I'm going to do the activate abundance process. And step one is always gratitude. I love chatting with really sharp people who give a whole new perspective to common issues that we struggle with. And fear is something we can all relate to. I certainly bump into fear every once in a while, and it's not a lot of fun. So how can we partner with fear in a new way that can really help us move into a higher level of growth much more quickly with a lot more fun? I love that idea. The second step is to acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. Like I said, I took an entire page of notes during that interview. But one of the things that Jacqueline said that I thought was so incredibly powerful is fear is very related to trust. Fear is about trusting yourself. And I love that idea of trusting yourself. I'm going to digress just a little bit because I think this is important for you. There's a really interesting rule called the 108010 rule. And I learned this in a book called The Survivor's Club. So the 108010 rule says that when the stuff hits the fan, 10% of people are natural leaders. They quickly get an idea of a goal that they want to accomplish, the resources that are available, the skills of the team. They give out assignments and go, go, go. 10% of people are natural leaders. So when the fear happens, they put together a plan of action and off they go. 80% of people are followers. They have a plan. They don't know what to do, but they do know there's a leader somewhere. And they're on the lookout for a leader who's got a pretty good plan and has strategies, you know, some different actions that they want implemented. And I can just follow that plan and I can get to the goal. So I don't have to have all the answers. I can be a follower. Cool beans. The final 10% of people are in such a state of emotional overwhelm and panic. They're caught in their fear. And it's like an undertow. In literal life or death situations, which is where they develop the 108010 idea, you can put these 10% who are panicking into a lifeboat and they'll fall out and drown anyway because they just can't function. Well, the key thing that I want you to take away from the 108010 rule, the next time you're tempted to panic, you never have to panic again, ever, ever. If you feel that fear start to kick in, immediately go, wait a minute, I can be a follower. I don't have to have all the answers. I just have to look for a leader who's got a good idea. And I can trust that I can follow the steps that this leader has. That's how I can build that trust in myself by following the steps and acknowledging that I'm making progress. So I really loved that idea that fear is all about trust. And do we trust ourselves to move forward even though we're a little uncomfortable? Because fear does not have to be paralyzing. It could just be a little uncomfortable. So that's step two is acknowledge something you heard that was an aha. Step three is appreciate the difference it can make in your life. Because I never really made the connection between fear and not trusting myself. That was big for me. That was really big for me. Because I do trust myself in a lot of different things. And like I said, it's about, it's about recommitting to my intention. And especially when my intention is not just about me, it's about we, it's about me and the people I serve. And how can I contribute to help make a difference for them?
they have to be receptive to it. I have to make the effort to contribute. And am I willing to do that? That's all this fear is asking me. Are you willing to step up and contribute and try to make a difference for people? That's important. That was step three. Step four is to activate abundance. And we've got two options. We can either take out a calendar and schedule time to do it, or you can come up with an anchor. I like to tug my ear or make a little, you know, cross my fingers or do an okay sign. There's lots of different things that you can do to make a trigger for yourself. So for me, every time I feel fear, I'm I'm going to pat myself on the back because I need that reassurance. It's okay. I've got this. I don't have to have all the answers. I have to be willing to follow a process and I have to be willing to contribute. I have to be willing to try to make a difference. That's all that's required. How cool. Boy, I feel much better just, just knowing that. That makes a big difference. Okay, step five, celebrate your progress. This is what it looks like when it's working. Fear is just the starting gun. The sole purpose of fear is to get you in action and get you going and to remind you that this is an opportunity for you to grow and witness your growth. Celebrate your growth because you are brilliant. This is Elaine Starling. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you for the next Abundance Journey. You've been listening to the Abundance Journey show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.